Hey everybody, Eric Sorensen here with John and Sammy, and we just wanted a quick a quick blurb to shout out because we got so excited about that central victory, and we're so excited about the next one. A big shout out to Evergreen Home Loan Studio that lets us record here every single time. A big shout out to Devin Shannon at the Country Companies Insurance, who sponsor and advertise with the podcast. We appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Fired up, and I can already say you're going to love this episode. So here we are. As the clock ticks down to zero in the state title game, your Kittitas Coyote boys basketball team wins their third straight state title. There is the horn. Let the celebration begin for the Ellensburg High School girls basketball team, who are your 2023 WIAA 2A state champs, concluding their second straight undefeated season. Davis Spencer in the windup and the one-two pitch on the way. And strike three. And your Ellensburg Bulldogs are the 2018 state champs, continuing their dominance with the third state title in the last five years. This is Justin McKee, your voice of the Ellensburg Rodeo, and you're listening to the Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Eric, John, and Sammy. Wait, wait, no, 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 not. Let's, here we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> hey, I hope this plays for many more podcasts. Come, to baby. More. Yeah. We got, what, three more podcasts of this Four more, at least, with the post-game coverage. Yeah, just, yeah right. Da, da, da. Hey, Wildcats win again, baby. Do it That's again. Right. They are on a roll. They went to the frigid tundra of Bemidji State. Mm. It looked cold there. Not yeah, only it was it like freezing. 25 degrees, right? <laughs> on the lake, you could see it looked like the waves and the ripples of how cold it was actually. We're watching it. My wife's like, oh, it looks nice there. I said, honey, it's 28 degrees. She's like, oh. Yeah, that is not. <laughs> oh. It's deceiving. And not to mention the, the elements of that. You go down by 17, but you know what? Come back and kick their butts, baby. 21 unanswered, is that right? 21 unanswered to win that bad boy. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I, 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 uh, my wife and I were watching the game. Mm-hmm. And as the first quarter was ending, I'm like, we're going to watch the end, but I'm going to be swearing. It looks like I might be swearing the entire time. I apologize as a central alum and fan for even questioning anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We shut them down. Mm -hmm. Shut them down. It was awesome. It was amazing. (laughs) I was watching the live stats, getting your guys' text messages, and in the middle of an apple cup, a husky fan and a cougar fan high five because we were both alums of a proud proud hey, university there you so it was freaking awesome man go wildcats and i but i wanted to scream it at the top of my lungs there because i was so excited i'm so, mad they didn't announce it right there at the field husky stadium hmm? that central one that should have been big news i should have got the blowhorn out yeah yeah um, should have that have been awesome but yeah go wildcats man we're on we're heading to back to colorado golden colorado which i can tell you is 1700 feet lower than Gunnison. Oh, we're, we're, we're conditioned. We're yeah, ready. We're ready yeah, we're, I mean, 6,000. <laughs> We've got the elevation conquered, the blistering cold. So I was scribbling this text. We're road warriors. We have no, and I was texting. We, we started, our, you know, or mm-hmm. kept on texting. We're not afraid of the road. Yep. We're not afraid of ranked teams. Yep. We're not afraid of the cold, mm-hmm. elevation. So those kind of intangibles were, were kind of have been there, done that kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Mine's the number one team in the land. Huge, huge opponent that we have. I mean, literally and physically, figuratively, a huge opponent. No, I think we typed in our chat, what was it, David and Goliath? And I was like, mm-hmm. no, it truly is because there are people, at, well, those people, hopefully their mouths are shut now, didn't even think we should be here. Right. You know, and yeah. so obviously, you know, we're the, in their eyes, one of the worst teams left in mm-hmm. in play. We're the only unseeded team left Correct. and we're in the top eight. And playing the top Correct. overall team. In the nation. In the nation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, nothing to lose, man. Dang you mentioned David and Goliath, and uh, we're going to bring him on here in a, in a little bit. Uh, Antonio Clark, who was part of D2Football.com, one of the, he's the RMAC columnist for the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference. But uh, it was either him or Matt Witwicky, who goes by the name Wit, on the D2Football video. They used that David and Goliath term, and I think it was Wit that said, I don't think so. I don't think Central looks at it like that because no, they, they clearly, I mean, they dominated the play clock. They over tripled, I think it was triple, what was it, 43-17 or 47-13 in terms of time of possession. I mean, they dominated the game against 
Bemidji. They got punched in the mouth by Western Colorado and then came back to win it. Right. I I don't think they're afraid of anything. No. no. And it's not it's not about being afraid. And if we want to go back in it, David was only afraid for a little bit against yeah. Goliath. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't. There we go. And so it I forgot it, Reverend Henderson right. was here today. Right, right, baby. <laughs> but but it's, you're there. You have a shot. You know what is it Chris Burm used to say? Like, that's why they play the game. Dang right. You know, like, like yeah. we're there. And we're going to go play. And the one thing, I was sitting there thinking about this because, you know, we watched Ferris State last year, and they were just bigger, stronger than us. Big deep, Deeper, yeah. like, all the way through. And I imagine that Mines is, if, if they are what their ranking says they are, it's going to be very similar, where they yeah. come in and they're strong and they're big and they're pumping in bigger yeah. and stronger guys off the bench. And... uh that's hard to contend with, but it just takes a game, man. Yeah. That's oh, all nice. it takes. We got a guy up for the top football player in the country. Well, and we can compete. Like, yeah. That's the one thing we nobody's going to – that you can't measure by walking off the bus or playing the game. Our guys will compete. Mm-hmm. That's right. They will hit you. They won't stop. Yeah. They're going to – they might you might knock them down seventeen zero, mm-hmm. but they're going to they're going to keep clawing and they're going to yeah. keep fighting. Yeah. And so it's hard to ever – Count somebody like that out. The unmeasurables is what will win the game for the Wildcats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. That and hopefully, I mean, it'd be helped to get a healthy Flanagan back. Mm-hmm. If he's back. That'd be. You know, the running backs did great. We ran the ball. McGill ran well. Mm-hmm. and Yeah. Everybody ran well. It's just Flanagan's just different. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. You know, we, I was looking at the stats, and I've been looking at the stats ever since Saturday night when I realized, yeah, we're traveling again. And. The stats are intimidating. They really are. <laughs> I mean, they're averaging like over 500 yards a game on offense. They hold people to like under 230 yards a game on defense, I think. They've got 41 sacks. They're plus 20 in turnover margin. We're plus four. I mean, so we're, right. I guess, winning that battle. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are by far the best team that we're going to see this year. Yeah, on both I mean, sides we, of the ball. I know we've played Weber State. I think Mines would smack Weber. The def, yeah, I um, wouldn't doubt that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, yeah, I'm just, I'm thrilled that we're, mm-hmm. we're playing relevant football uh, in December. It will be December. We're recording this on a Wednesday, November 29th, but December 2nd, we're still playing. Yeah. And I mentioned. For just, on, oh, go time, ahead. just the third time in school history that we've gotten this far. In the D2 era. In the D2 era. Mm-hmm. That's D2 right. Era. Yeah. yeah this uh, is as far this, as we've ever been. Last time we were there was 2009. Before mm-hmm. that was 2007. And uh, um, it the, the, the great problem this creates is, again, on going on the uh, Twitter sphere today, Coach Fisk, Central Washington Football Twitter, Athletics Twitter, all the assistant coaches, they're sharing this post saying, hey, recruits. We're not at your games right now. We're not in your homes right now because we're still playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not only playing relevant football. We're one of the top eight teams in the country. Yeah. Yeah, Come to that. Central. That's why we're not in your home today because we're still playing. We're still right. practicing. And I think all what those a great kids, pitch to a recruit. Right. And I think all those kids yeah. can relate because of what they're coming down this this week's state championship week. Right. right. Mm-hmm. All these they're they're technically their season's not over. They're just not playing in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they get it. They're yeah. in that same spot. I'm like, damn, I wish we were still playing too. Yeah. Like, and if I, you come to Central, you could be. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can play for a couple more weeks. So what a, what a what a on ESPN opportunity after the for them so, to, to yeah. still reach out and be clever. And, I think that's awesome. Well, you know, I was going over minds of stats, but hey, we're at, we're rushing not quite 200 yards per game. That's great on the stat sheet, but I mean that just churns up clock, which we saw all right. fourth quarter last Saturday. Um, some guy named Tanner Volk, mm-hmm. <laughs> some guy number 44 named Tanner Volk. I mean. If the guy goes more than like five minutes without an interception, everybody's like, "Was something wrong?" Yeah. <laughs> He's having a bad game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's Tanner? He's overrated. He's only got three tackles for loss, and uh, yeah, I mean that's how good that guy is. Yeah. Right. It's like it's almost it's and we're in. It's I expect it. Yeah. Like what it was is it twelve or thirteen? Is he at thirteen now? Twelve or thirteen? Uh, it might be at thirteen, but anyways, one for every game. Yeah. So yeah, hey, is I, it? I, I think you're right. I'm, yeah. My mistake. I think, I think he's at 13. Yeah. Because he got another one. So he's got more than one a game. So why, why wouldn't we expect it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's gotten one every game. Uh, 
And he's uh, he was named as one of the qualifiers for the Harlan Hill, which is compared to moved on to the next level. Too. Now he's moved on. So now we got nine players. He's the only defensive player uh, that's moved on or that is, uh, you know, what's cool about, about that voting, too, as compared to like the Heisman, because it's money's not on the line. Yeah. Is that the Heisman's done before like, oh, regular season, you know, done. it yeah. doesn't include what you do in the playoffs yeah. because they don't want that to change the. The voting and the, the money line, but D two, it's like no, all that matters. When I, when I was when I was there, because I I was we had to, I had to send in and update all his information. Like, no, now he's got thirteen, and now he's a all region guy. Mm-hmm. Now he's a all region player of the year, yeah. and moving yeah. on, moving. So all these things, all these picks, he gets everything. Just builds his builds his story, and it should because the the best players in the league conference or in D two. They're still playing. They're still Christ. adding to their resume. Right. Uh, it, so, and and the other guy from Super Region 4 is the Colorado School of the Mines quarterback, John Matota. Matota. Matocha. Matocha? Yeah. Yeah. Matoka. Me. He, I believe it's Matoka. Pardon me. Pardon me. <laughs> Sorry. And if we're wrong, let us know. But. And, uh, you know, he threw for... 55 touches last year, and he's down to 39, but it's only yeah. because he's not playing complete games. <laughs> right. What's the point of having your starting quarterback in when you're up 82-0 to zero against right. Fort Lewis and like they were? completing 70% yeah. of the passes yeah. on the season, which is crazy. Yeah. It's a, that's, a, that's a clip anybody would want to throw at. Like the, it's just like the quarterback play just keeps getting better. We had the Bemidji, the, the art, art guy. And, Brandon Arlt, yeah. And, uh, you know, he was at 60-something percent. Now yeah. we're going up to seven. Like, yeah. it's just it's the gauntlet. But the defense is, is seem to be ready and yeah. for all of it. So it'd be fun. it's going to be fun to watch. We're going to talk to uh, Antonio Clark here in just a minute. But if, let's continue to talk about postseason. Let's keep on it on campus and CW Volleyball. Coming up. They're seventh uh, seed in the uh, West region, taking on uh, a team they know very well, uh, Cal State San Bernardino. Uh, who was the host uh, as the two seed just because the NCAA didn't want to fly everybody to Hawaii. Not a free vacation, okay? This no. It's still about school. We're, we're here to uh, you know, bring the lunch bales and go to work kind of thing. All near the Pacific, though. <laughs> Which is nice. What's that? It's still the same ocean. I was just saying Pacific Ocean. So the football team's been freezing their butts off at high altitude and volleyball's <laughs> right. heading to the beach. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> going to... Yeah, the warmer weathers. Yeah, but this is it's the eleventh straight year that uh, Coach Mario wow. and the Wildcats have been to the national brackets. Um, Bernardino, twenty three straight years for them. That's uh, that's a program. Do we know how hard? That's hard. Yeah, that is very very hard. That, is, that consistency is difficult. And they know each other from you know playing each. other. I don't think they play every year against each other. But, but it they feels see like it almost because there's the GNAC. Uh, CCA crossover mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. Pac West, and it all depends on where you finish. Yep. Because we're constantly finishing in the same areas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in conference, it's likely to face each other preseason. It's going to be a night we need two TVs because you have the Seahawks playing oh, and Central right. Volleyball all at the same time. So that's if you right. don't have two TVs, I bet you got a mobile phone and a laptop. And we need to give a shout out real quick because this. I got too excited about the fight song. I'm sorry. We're live from Evergreen Home Loan <laughs> Studios, brought to you by Country Companies Insurance, the yeah. Devin Shannon Agency. So That's right. And if it wasn't for those guys, we wouldn't be having our two TVs That's to right. watch these games. You know so what? thanks right. for if both those. If you have those. TVs, you probably have Home Loan Insurance or a personal articles policy right. that Devin got for you. And you probably paid for the house using Evergreen Home Loans. Well, I hope so. <laughs> it all comes back full circle. It all comes Just back. Just like everything comes back to Ellensburg, yeah, everything comes right. back to these yeah. two. So shout out to those guys for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you very Real much quick. to our sponsors. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's going to be a fun night to watch the sports. It is going to be a fun night. And and Bernardino beat Central in five sets. They just went back and forth, back and that forth. That was one of our early early losses, right? Yeah, that was one of our few losses mm-hmm. in that juggernaut of a schedule. <laughs> right. My goodness. I remember when we interviewed Mario, and he was kind of, Saying, yeah, you know, we had a pretty good preseason schedule. It's like, coach, it's best. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, come on. You went through the gauntlet. Yeah. So this is a battle-tested team. Yeah. And uh, I'm interested to see how uh, Seattle Pacific does on the other side of the bracket. I'd, I'd really like to see what the, the you know, the 
tough preseason schedules, how they prepared us. And the GNAC slate is is tough. Nobody right. went undefeated. No, it, night um, in and night out, you're facing somebody that's, that's right. going to give you a run. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully uh, the battle-tested Wildcats uh, play well against uh, Bernardino and get that W. I love that for well, real. And if we want to keep it central, we got we open up GNAC play this week for men's and women's hoops. They both head down that's to right. Western Oregon. Yeah, they're both on that, the road. That town of Monmouth that not everybody's very fond of. And, oh, no. sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is awful. And I don't like going there. What? Yeah. Hate it. Because of the team or because I was just a crappy trip? Rivals. Right. And there's no hotels in that town. You have to stay in Did Salem. Did you ever stay in Salem? Salem, which yeah. is about 20 minutes away. It's just, yeah, Monmouth is a... Eh. Different zip codes. I don't like it. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Mm, we have some bad taste of going there, but yeah. I was also in the different program that didn't like going there. So, um, they're just mean down there. They're not very polite. It wasn't cool. The only person I like that has a Western Oregon uh, link is Mr. Jonathan Gordon. Yeah, we'll keep him around. Proud bless, graduate. Bless heart. Western Oregon. You've converted right. him, though. But he's a wildcat. If you I'll blame him. I'd get wildcat. the heck out of there, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. that? I'd get out of there, too, if I was... And he, and he did. Oregon. He came yeah. up to greener pastures. He said it was the worst decision he's ever made in his yeah, life. Yeah, easy. I mean, there's yeah, no question in my mind. I might have made that up. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> fired up for Central. I'm excited to see the scores. Oh, heck, they're playing Thursday night, too. You need five TVs in your living room. Hey. A couple YouTubes going on. Yeah, can you multicast YouTube? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You got laptop, iPad, TV, Hopefully your kid's iPad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody bring your technology to the room and hope your broadband can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no. Nope. And, and not only that, high school game in town Saturday, too. That's right. Kittitas is home both Friday and Saturday. Lots of it. Yeah, if you don't have it, if your excuse is there's nothing going on this weekend, you're lying to everybody you talk to. You were lying. 100%. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you got Friday night, you got the Huskies. Going undefeated, going to take on those ducks. Can we ducks. talk about that for a second? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We were talking about My bitterness is over. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so are you, do you root <laughs> for up. the Huskies? The tie, yeah. I don't want to talk about me. Let's talk about the Huskies. So. No, we want to talk about. Uh, yeah, the no, Cougars and Huskies. That's a good question, though. I want to know. I don't want to know. The Cougars and Huskies agree on one thing. They both hate the Ducks. Yeah. So on that, can you. Can yeah, you no, root? I don't want the Ducks to win. But you didn't. They, hold what? on. I'm going to overanalyze that. He didn't say he wants the Huskies. I didn't want, I don't like, even want I this conversation. <laughs> I want to move on. He wants both buses to get like up against a guard. I want them to UW. For the game. Yeah. I want them to UW Apple Cup of 2018. UW's band of the 2018. Okay. I'm sorry. That's rude. No, I hope Michael Penix is healthy and okay. I'm worried about that. I hope he's okay. Are we getting a weird? If Michael Penix is healthy, I think they UW kicks the crap out of him. I hope you're right. Because UW, you know, it's impressive. The only team to ever go 12-0 and in the Pac-12 era. And, uh, but they're getting pretty damn zero hard. respect for it. Well, the Pac-12 has gotten zero respect in its entirety of its existence. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, as mm-hmm. soon as Reggie Bush graduated, it was it. enough respect to have, like, six ranked teams. But well, I'm looking, <laughs> yeah, it's no. just the whole thing. It's just so frustrating because there's no respect for that conference, and look what happened to it. Bad leadership, and we're in a Terrible situation. Terrible leadership. I'm not a good one to have this conversation because my out- attitude on college sports is yeah, salty. and he's got a knife in his hand. So I'm a <laughs> Sorry, I mean, it's right like now. a fidget toy. I'll put it away. That's not a fidget toy. That's a knife. <laughs> I'm a farmer, yeah. okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, and like I'm hearing about how guys already have NIL deals from other schools right. and they're I on the roster. And I'm just like, you know what? Right. I'm all for them getting paid, but I'm not for recruiting when they're on a roster. Yeah. That's just me. Not cool. It's against no. the rules. But, but in the be, theory, the Huskies should win the national championship this year. So, okay, let's talk about that. So, <laughs> Georgia wins, they're in. If Georgia loses, are they in? Probably, because yes. the SEC's got their, I'm not going to say it. Yes. <laughs> Michigan win is in, but we all agree if Michigan loses, they're out just due to all the drama that Correct. they have. Michigan mm-hmm. will get booted, and Ohio State will find their way in. <laughs> yeah. That makes no, me I sick. think Ohio State's going to get in either. They're, they're always in this position. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Ohio State's always like, oh, well, are they going to get in? And they're not playing in the conference champ, and they're going to get in. They're going to find Florida in. State, though, without their quarterback, Louisville's ranked 10th in the nation. They Louisville's going to smoke them. They could beat Florida State. Florida State can go undefeated and still not make it. <sighs> I can't see that happening, though. All I know is if I'm on that, oh, if yeah. I'm on, oh, I, yeah. I would just love to just sit there and, and just listen 
to that panel oh. or those those the board because members, whatever it is. In reality, they're sweating it. There's if, eight teams that could get in. If you if Oregon wins Friday, my opinion, Oregon or UW gets in three and four. If I was, it's not going to happen. But, but I, it's not going to happen. But, the but they're damn job good teams. Is to find the four best teams. Well, they're going to have the, the four two most qualified teams. Their job is to get two SEC teams and two more to come join them. Sorry, that was a bad take, but it seems like that's just what's going to happen. I, I'm just worried it'll be too Big Ten to. I do. SEC. I agree with that too. Which if that you, should not if happen. If Dub loses, I think we could be in a spot. And Alabama wins. It could be two SEC, two Big Ten. This year, out of all the years, the Pac-12 deserves an automatic, like, it's going, whoever wins this game. The the problem, though, is um, people go to bed before. If it's up to UW and then the SEC team. What's that? People go to bed at a decent hour on the East Coast and and they'll watch us. They don't want want a West Coast team in. They just don't. They don't care. It's reality. It is reality. I think it's going to be West Coast, best coast. That's right. I think it's going to be Georgia, Michigan, UW, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I'm not sure on that fourteen. You know, what, I get, think Florida State's out. You I give UW that, that second seed if they win. I think so. Thirteen and zero over Michigan. Yeah, they played yeah. a tough. Yeah, if they, that's my thing. They would already be over Michigan. If that they was beat the case. Oregon State. They beat Oregon. Well, they, they beat, would have they, a better strength. They well, have a better resume than Michigan right now. They beat the crap. Michigan would beat. I was like think. 15th or something like that, which is a great team. But right. Oregon's 5th, 6th, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah and we'll beat a 5th team in the country on Friday. I mean, fuck, I just, wow, I said we. Shoot me. Oh, my <laughs> right now. gosh, are you they, husky? Those guys, that team over there, which I don't care to go back to again because traffic sucks getting out of that stadium. Oh, my gosh. That's Beautiful crazy. stadium, I will say that. I got more stories for afterwards for you. But <laughs> traffic sucks getting in and out of that stadium. Oh, that's terrible. But if they... If they're thirteen and up, was that my point? I forgot where I was going now. Thirteen and up. If they go thirteen and up, oh, beating yeah. the number five team in the country, they should be one or two. Well, they won't go would, one. Yeah, they won't go one. They should be because. Sorry, it's that was also like this against Central a week or two ago, but I know, right? I'm salty. No, it's true. There's they no respect be, out here. They should yeah. be higher now, but they can. You just got to get there. Just right. I mean, it doesn't matter at that point. You go win this weekend. None of it matters. You get in. Yeah. I mean, it does matter. I'd rather not play Georgia in the first round. But you're going to have to play someone you eventually. You're going to play somewhere. Mm-hmm. At that point, you're playing the best teams. In the yeah, league. but I'd rather that somebody else hurt their quarterback in the first round yeah. games when they're up 28-7. And then we I don't even know them. who their quarterback is this year. Georgia. Beck? Is that mm. Transfer. Whatever. I'm assuming he's probably pretty good. He's not bad. I just hope the future Seahawks quarterback's playing in the Final Four. <laughs> Penix might, yeah. But, yeah, that's a, I'm hoping he's okay. <laughs> hey, how about the balls of that offensive coordinator of UW? Stones. Right. That was a hell of a huge call, right. Not only that, but to keep throwing the ball and almost being intercepted twice, then the sack, and then they kick the field goal to win it. Yeah, they, they trust Penix a lot. I would, too. I mean, why wouldn't you? Well, I mean, you saw we talk, I think we talked about the Oregon State game where it was downboard. They're just chucking the rock. Screw like, it. Yeah. Let's fling it. Yeah, it's fun. So, well, but it's the, one of the, I, one of the will, better Apple Cups. One of the top Apple Cups that's ever happened in 115 years. Granted, I missed, like, the first few. But, <laughs> like, honestly, like, the game gets decided on a fourth. If they don't get that, we kick a field goal and we win the game. Right. And then they, it was just amazing game. It wasn't two teams being crappy, in my opinion. I thought it was no, too good, awesome. well played, and it makes me even more angry because if the Cougars would have played like that for every other game in the season, they would have lost one game this year to the Huskies, <laughs> and then we would have beat everybody else. Maybe not Oregon. We might have lost two games. We would have no, beat Cal. We would have beat true, Stanford. We would have beat in true Cougar fan fashion. We're just like three plays away from being undefeated. No, they were bad. <laughs> they were very bad for those that six game losing streak. No, yeah, yeah. but they would have won at least four of those they games. They would have been, yeah. It was. They're down. After was it four and zero? Yeah, we were a top fifteen team in was, the country. It mm-hmm. was just mm-hmm. bad football. Bad. A little bit. So that's fun. We've all been there. Should we bring you were zero and twelve. That was pretty bad too. Yeah. Sorry, that you've been crazy. on both sides of it. That's pretty cool. This is a lot better. Wow, that just totally. <laughs> you know, you know what? That you know what? Totally I wish we had this on video. His face was exactly what I wanted out of that. It's just like, where do I want to go with it? The fact that you've only been on one side of it, yeah. like never seen the other side. We've never been zero twelve. I think <laughs> I'm <here. laughs> pretty sure right we won now. that game that year. I'm going <laughs> to insert myself in this. Con- I'm, I think I need to speak up and stop this conversation to save this friendship right here. I think he, there were some lines crossed <laughs> right there. 
No. <laughs> it's fact. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's what they were that year. I'm pretty sure we were 0-11 going in that game, too. And your kicker had a knee brace on, and ours didn't. Oh. <laughs> and we won the game by a field goal. The it was the most, that was the worst Apple Cup ever played Yeah, that year. So. By default. Yeah. Um, I don't really know where we should go from here. Maybe we can go to our guest. Be our I say guest. we bring Mr. Antonio Clark up. If you're wondering who he is, go to djfootball.com and catch all of his hot takes. That's right. They're money. He's a former player. Played at Colorado Mesa. Mm -hmm. He's uh, been writing for the the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference, their blog posts every every week. He's been on their video posts for the playoffs. Uh, Brings a unique perspective. You know, he's the perspective of a player who graduated, I believe, just, just a handful of years ago. And so he's got a... He's got a unique, relevant. Everybody's perspective, I guess, is relevant. But he's a player that literally is just a, a couple of years set apart from his playing day. Right. So he looks at, he understands the offenses that are going on today and everything like that. So we're gonna bring him on and and then uh, debrief after his interview. We'll be right back. And I'm just saying, go Wildcats, baby. <laughs> So we are back as promised, and on the phone, I would say I wish he was in he was in the studio today, but he's on the phone somewhere in Greater Colorado. Antonio Clark, he is. I met him through the D2Football.com website. Uh, he's the RMAC columnist, Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference columnist. He does a uh, a heck of a. Uh, blog posts or zooms or whatever whatever you want to call those uh antonio but he's on the phone here to talk a little bit uh regional final for the super region four uh antonio thanks for calling in today hey thanks for having me i'm excited to talk some playoff football with you guys that's right that's right so before i mean on the introduction here i should say uh you played uh defensive back for colorado mesa correct Yes, sir. So basically what I'm telling you is when, I, when I'm watching these videos on D2Football.com, it's clear the guy's still in playing shape. <laughs> uh, you, you, look, you look like you're in postseason form. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I wish I was still playing. That dream come true. So all jokes aside, we got a, a heck of a game, and uh, obviously want to talk a little bit about Central Washington and – in Colorado School of the Mines, and I, I think in a text message earlier um, this week, I was jokingly saying it looks like Mines can beat. Uh, it looks like Mines can beat Georgia this uh, this year. I mean, that looks like a, a very accomplished team. Um, wh- what do you what do you think about them? Do they have any? I mean, you can probably rattle off ten strengths off the top of your head. Are there any weaknesses to that team? Maybe. Uh, that's, that's, it's hard to like pinpoint, pinpoint something that's like a weakness. Um, you know, I, I, the last time that they lost the game was the national championship and they lost that game because Sarah State was able to bully them up front. Um, nobody's shown the ability to do that this season. So, uh, I mean, it's hard for me to say they have a weakness, but I mean, I, I think in any football game, if you can pressure a quarterback enough and cause turnovers, then you can win. You can make anybody look normal with consistent pressure. So I think that's Central Washington's hope this week. Hopefully they can, uh, you know, keep Matoka under fire and cause a couple of turnovers. Stat-wise, uh, mines, at least in the air, doesn't look as good. It's amazing that 39 touchdowns and, Sammy, what you say, 39? Five interceptions. Five interceptions. Five, just five. That, that's like mm-hmm. a down year for him compared to what he did last year, but he still seems like he's got multiple weapons. Obviously, McLeod is, is his favorite weapon, but um, is he – he hasn't reg- – maybe on the stats it looks like he's regressed, but obviously they're 12-0. and 0. I don't see any regression in that quarterback. No, nah, he definitely hasn't regressed. Uh, I, I, I think the – the lack of statistical production this year versus last year is just because they're winning and they're so dominant. You know, like he's not always playing in 
in full games. Right. Last year, they started out 0-2. You know, like, those were tight ball games. One of them, I want to say, even went into overtime, if I'm not mistaken. They just played more ball last year. But I don't think he's taking a step back at all. His, his efficiency is insane, you know. He kind of gets like a rap. Is just, um, you know, he's really athletic, and, and he can run, and, and he's, he's built like he's, he's a smaller frame guy. So I think people think of him more as like, you know, a, a mobile quarterback. But he's really like, he's pinpoint. His accuracy is crazy. He, he throws a beautiful deep ball. Him and Cloud's uh, chemistry is on a whole other level. Like, that's the matchup I'm, I'm looking forward to most. Like, Kim McLeod likes to go down the field. Tanner Volk is going to be the deep safety. Like, how does that play out? Does Tanner get another one this week? Like, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> You know, I think we say that to ourselves. Is he going to get another one? Yeah. And somehow he pulls it out. Right. So, and, and yeah, on, on, on the video, okay, on the video yesterday, um, I mean, obviously you're an RMAC guy and, and tons of respect toward mines, but on the video I was, it, or during this entire postseason, you've been throwing a lot of love to Tanner Volk. And so, uh, what do you? What do you? I mean, every once in a while, there there seems to be a, a safety or a defensive back that just can be at the right place at the right time. Is that field vision? Is that athleticism? Is that just a mind? I mean, what makes you get twelve interceptions in in one season? Or is that too generic of a question? Oh no! I, I, I would attribute it to. I, I I met him. I actually met him after the Western game. I, I had to run up and tell him, like, dude, I'm a huge fan of yours. Like, you're, you're a baller. So, uh, I don't I don't know him, but I would I would guess that off the off the rip that he has to be a very studious person. Like, he has to be like a student of the game. I don't think you get 12 picks without kind of knowing what other teams are planning to do and how they want to attack you. I think that's a part of it. I think just instinct, uh, you know, like just having that propensity to be around the ball. Like his pick at Western, um, another player made a, made a pass deflection on it, and he just happened to be in the right spot to get that tip. Um, I think so. Like I said, instinct. I, I know he has to be studying his butt off, and then just talent. Uh, I mean, it's hard to say. I only had six picks in my college career, so. I'm not going to act like I know what it's like to have 12 in a season. Like, it, it's insane. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I would think those things, though. Like, when I got interceptions, those were the things that led me to get my picks. Just well, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. How, how many of your interceptions of the six, like, how many of them were, like, oh, I just jumped that route? How many were bad passes? How many of them were off of teammates making plays and you being in the right spot? Well, I'm going to give a little bit of love to one of my old DB coaches. He's actually uh, the special teams coordinator at Michigan Tech right now, uh, Mike Donnelly. He used to always preach to us, tips and overthrows. Um, you're going to have, like, as a corner, we played a lot of men in, uh, in our scheme. So, it's like I, I wasn't really looking at quarterbacks enough to jump things, per se. But, uh, you know, like, yeah, tips, passes, overthrows, yeah, I'm, I made a living off of those. But that's what's so great about Tanner, like, not only is he getting tips and overthrows, he robs a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he's breaking on stuff, seeing it before anybody else does. Like, he's playing at a whole different speed. Uh, but, yeah, tips and overthrows definitely are a lot of them. you gotta, you got to make those count when, when quarterbacks make those mistakes. Talk to me. I'm, I'm going to look at I'm going to look at some stats here. So Central and, and you and Wit on the video last night talked about it. Uh, Central, I think they're averaging a few shades less than uh, 200 yards per game on on the ground. Um, but on the on the flip side, just looking at uh, looking at Mines' defense, I think they they hold teams to 65 yards on the ground. I mean that's that's incredible. That's incredible defense, and and you saw it last week. Central holding the ball for twelve of the fifteen minutes in the fourth quarter. Lots of just you know methodical short gains and everything like that. Um, and you said basically what gets minds in trouble if they're if they're bullied on the uh, at the line of scrimmage is that did I hear you right when you said that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? The teams that, like, when I'm thinking about, you know, mine's getting by, I don't want to say they got by Grand Valley or they got by Angelo State in those first two games, but it seems like that that's the only 
those are the only two teams that were kind of trading blow for blow or, or punched mines in the mouth a, a little bit. But is it just, is the RMAC a little bit, obviously uh, your, your, your Fort Lewis's or your South Dakota mines are, are nothing like Angelo state or, or Grand Valley state, but does the RMAC not give mines that much competition or is it just mines is just that good uh, that we, we see those. I think they beat Fort Lewis 82 to 82 zero or whatever it was, but they beat Western Colorado 42 seven, which was a playoff team as well. Is the RMAC down or is it just like mines is just that good? No, I, I would say mines is just that good. Uh, they're, this iteration of a this year's team um, having Matoka like at the peak of his powers, they're just on a different level. And like over the last few years, every year they've gone just a step further in the playoffs. It's like they 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 reach a challenge and then they the next year they conquer that one. So uh, like last year they lost to Grand Valley in a tight one, but Ferris had their way with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they took that really personally. I think this off season. Their guys in the trenches uh, were listening a lot more. Uh, I, 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 I don't know what to attribute it to, but they've just played better in the trenches. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say there's an R-Max down. Like, yeah, Fort Lewis might be the worst team in D2, but <laughs> they, don't, they don't count. <laughs> we used to play that team twice a year in <laughs> Simon Fraser, so yeah. we know what that's yeah. like. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, Simon Fraser, when the GNAC was still living, yeah, Simon Fraser was the same way. I remember. Yeah. But, um. I wouldn't say the RMAC is down. Mine, their their program is just on that level. They're just they've really stepped into that like really elite elite category. Like they're not going to go anywhere. Like even after Matoka leaves, they're still going to be really really good and compete at this level. I think they've just taken that next step as a program. Um, as far as Western, like Western's a really good team, but Western couldn't hang with Mines in the trenches. That's where. They, they took last year, personally, that national championship, and I think that they've made that the identity of their team now, if that makes sense. Let me, let me flip the switch a little bit, and I'm going to take something from uh, – and let me plug D2Football.com. Your guys' videos every week previewing each Super Region game. I, I really appreciate it as a fan. I'm going to take something that you said last night. So these are your words. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to let our fans know. The, you uh, – you were talking about uh, quarterback uh, Kennedy McGill, and you might have used the words "team Tim Tebow" uh, in in a comparison, which I was like, "My gosh, that is a that is one of the greatest compliments you can give somebody in terms of he's just a winner." And I think you saw that against Bemidji, you saw that against Western Colorado. Uh, you you heap some praise on him. Uh, is he a fun quarterback for you to watch? Oh, extremely so. Um, I remember heading into the Western game as I was like scouting since when the playoff field came out. I tried to do my best scouting them. I was already aware of Tanner because he had like that three pick game like early in the season. But um, as I looked at Kennedy's stats heading into the Western game, I didn't think that Central Washington had much of a a passing game dynamic to their offense. So seeing him in person, like tearing up Western secondary, especially like on a Fourth quarter, got to have points kind of drive. Uh, it was extremely impressive, um, especially for him. If I'm not mistaken, this is like, what, his fifth, sixth start, right? I, yeah, I think so. Something like that nature, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like just his ability, one, one he, he showed me something that I didn't know that he was capable of doing, which is like downfield passing. He really, that, that game-winning drive was huge for me, and then, this week uh, wasn't as prolific through the air, but did it on the ground, led the team in rushing. Like, it's it, yeah. it extremely impressive. I, I love watching him play, and I feel like he, I feel like he just, he has the ability to play in any kind of game. You know what I mean? Right. He, his his maturation, his progression this year, from you know being a, a second option guy to, no disrespect to our former starter JJ Lemming, but McGill is just head and shoulders better as the second half of the season went. And obviously he's been our guy through, through the playoffs and everything like that. So as we kind of 
wrap things up here. I, obviously, I'm going to put you on the spot. I, I know what you said uh, on the on the D2 football blog post last night, but uh, give me an idea. Give me give me a score or or a trend of the game, and who's going to come out the the victor next uh, uh, here in three days. Well, like I said last night, I, I do think Mines is going to win comfortably. I think they win by uh, two scores, two mm-hmm. scores at least. But um, I don't think it's just like a, a boat race like like the, like last week was against Augustana. Central uh, Washington's defense is for real. I've seen it two weeks in a row. I saw them completely eliminate Western's offense, shut them down. But maybe Brandon Alt, uh, he's a very prolific quarterback. For them to shut him down after being down 17-0, that showed me a lot of this grittiness and toughness on their part. So I don't think that they're going to get blown out. But I think mine is, like I said, I just think they're on a different level. Um, I've got them winning the national championship. Um, I, I, I don't see anybody beating Matoka. What Central Washington does really well is I think their secondary is great. I think Rogers is great. I think him and McLeod is going to be a great matchup. I hope they let uh, Rogers travel with him. That would be very entertaining for a DV like me to watch. But um, I don't know that Central Washington has what it takes to generate the pressure, the kind of relentless pressure you need to really get Matoka off his game. So I got mine winning by two scores. If I had to put a number on it, I'd say 35-17. Well, Antonio Clark calling in from Colorado, giving us his opinion on uh, the Mines versus uh, Central Washington game. Are you going to be at the game uh, on Saturday? I'll be at the game with my camera in tow. I'm super excited for this one. Can't wait to be there. Well, we'll be all watching on TV. So when I uh, when I see you on the TV screen, I'll be texting you. But enjoy the game again. I appreciate you calling in, and uh, you know, good luck to Mines. They seem to be like a kind of a once in a generation kind of team with the dominance they have, but I hope you're wrong. That's that's coming from <laughs> that's coming from three Central Washington graduates here. But uh, Antonio, thanks for calling in. Hey, I'm a big fan. Of, I'm a big fan of you guys. I'm a big fan of everything you guys are doing. Thanks for having me. And I'm a big fan of Central Washington. I, I remember uh, back when I was playing, they they had even good defense. And I remember the, if I'm not mistaken, the Tyler Hastings of the world. So yep. don't oh, hate yeah. me for picking mine. Don't hate me for picking mine, guys. I'm still, I'm still a fan. <laughs> we appreciate it. Absolutely. Antonio, you have a good one. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Right. Bye-bye. See ya. And we're back after what a, what a pretty fun interview and, and I think a matchup that we stated in the beginning we're pretty fired up for. and I'm excited for the uh, the West Coast team to get their chance That's right. again. To prove themselves. I'm going to tell you, proven, you got a chance to, like, absolutely shut people up. Yeah. Absolutely. Dude, a W here, man. Even a good fight. <laughs> but he, made, he right? made a good point where Mines has struggled has been uh, at the, you know, mm-hmm. Ferris got him last year in the final uh, at the line, and if we can control the line of scrimmage, I think we have a chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just a matter of, I mean, we're recording this on a Wednesday. Seriously, Saturday cannot get here soon enough. Yeah. I'm ready now. It's yeah. going to be fun to watch. I'm Let's just talk. Let's talk more rock. Am I going to watch it in my garage with my seven kitties, or am I going to watch it in the house That's with right, my man. two kids? I don't know. <laughs> I expect more Snapchats of your Speaking of barn which, cats. If you need some barn cats, I'm giving them away. No, A no. free giveaway from the podcast, I seven kitties. I do not want street cats. It's <laughs> brought to you by Sorensen Farms. That's right. Yeah. We're giving away kitties. Seriously, I want them gone. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I feel like... Anyways, but no, I can't wait. I'm fired up to watch this. It's going to be awesome, and uh, it's going to be a couple hours of action-packed football, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You said 35-17. I'm saying 31-28 in favor of Central. Uh, Craig Finn, the Lone Star Conference columnist at D2Football.com, just dropped his column, and he says uh, mine's by 17. So um, I'm saying Central and upset. Mm-hmm. I am too. I think so. I'm calling upset, but... It's gonna have to. It's it's. I'm torn because it's like I don't think we're winning a shootout. That's gonna be like 44-42. I think it's gonna be a slow scoring. Right. You think it's shootout or no? No, I don't think we win a shootout. If, no, we want a we want a low scoring uh, game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grind, ground and pound game. Yeah. I, I've said that last five weeks. If it's I'm low scoring. We got this. Weird thing, numbers. I hope I get there. 
29-23 Wildcats. Ooh, that's weird. Okay. Right? We'll figure it out. Figure the math on that one. I like I'm it. I'm working the bottom. I'm working the line. Yeah, what is the over-under? I have no idea. Mine's by 26? 15 and a half. Yeah, yeah. I guess if it was 29-23, that would mean we'd have two touchdowns and five field goals. We'll figure it out. Josh Jones, baby. Josh Jones. Enjoying that thinner air at 6,000 feet. If we Golden. can get seven possessions where we score, hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. <laughs> <Right> in. <I'm> in. <laughs> Let's do it. Absolutely. Um, Just as long as they don't have eight to right, score. Right. Exactly. Yeah, unless they're all field goals. We got our ball hawk back there stopping some guys. So. <laughs> right. I have, I have a. I can't go there anymore. <laughs> we can move on. I was talking about the over unders. I. It makes sports watching so much more fun. <laughs> you start to get your gambling addiction. You start to get the bit. itch. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> we, <laughs> we bet. We bet the over under at the Kraken game on Friday night. Did you win? No, you we missed it by a goal, man. And that's the what made it fun is because it was a blowout. But we, it was over six. It was six and a half. And it was, what? Six zero? Yeah. It was six to one or five to one. Oh. Five to one. And so, like, four minutes left, we're the only ones like, come on! <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> leaving. We're turn. Let's make it legal. And it was, an on, it was five bucks. It's five we would have won seven. Hey. We would have bought a beer for each of us. Yeah, and a couple tacos to talk at, you know, Jack in the Box. Oh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Wish yeah. we would have hit that over. <laughs> yeah. We're talking. So now we're talking. Anyways. But, yeah, no. We had a... We, uh, high school sports is back. We're it officially started. indoor basket. Indoor. It was boop, okay. Boop, boop. I love me some cold fall weather football. It's the best. It's uh-huh. the freaking best, man. But I was so comfortable inside last <laughs> night. It was quite game. comfortable. It was quite comfortable. I had a light jacket. And that's it. Then it was yeah. probably too hot for that. <laughs> Could have taken that off midges mine. Did, did you purposely sit away from pretty much everybody, everybody. else? <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. Okay. You never know. Well, I'm I'm trying to live tweet sometimes, and I didn't even realize you were there until that's you, exactly uh, I did it right. <laughs> did texted me saying, "Yeah, no, I not to be rude to anybody, but I like my space. I, I it's I habit because I have young kids, and when I go with my kids, I don't want to sit near anybody, so I don't ruin everybody else's experience. <laughs> so, what are you saying about your kids? They're the best things that ever happened okay, to me. That's why I'm just sure. <laughs> they're the best things that ever happened to me. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I sat in the corner, but it, it's it, it was a you know coyote. Basketball, I think it's the, the young young running coyotes this year. I mean, but this was just boys, right? Just, just boys. boys. Last night. Girls against, open up on Friday. Against LaSalle. LaSalle. 118. 118. Yeah. And you know what? It's They're young. They got a couple good upperclassmen. Yep. Um, Mr. Coles, Bryce Coles, lighting it up last night. That was mm-hmm. freaking awesome. Yeah. And uh, even Parker Lyle, the freshman, coming in, had 11 points as well. And it was a good night for the, for the young guys. But I think there's going to be – I'm excited to see. I'm so glad I went to the very first game because I'm really excited to see the very last game. Right. And And watch the growth this year. And it's going to be a matter of time because I've seen these freshman Mm -hmm. kids play where they're going to be doing the thumping. Oh, yeah. Against the LaSalle's of the world. Let's not. In the the near future. I'm not talking next week. I'm talking like next year, next couple of years. The the three-peat champions of Kittitas, their freshman year, they they had some struggles throughout that Mm -hmm. time. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's going to be the same right, expectations, but, but, but there's some growth that that is going to happen. A freshman kid playing against 18 year old men. Literally, <laughs> yeah. there was a man on the floor last night, and, yeah. and he was awesome. And yeah. and it was a good. It was good. I'm excited to watch and see how these guys progress. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, they play. They got three. Whoever scheduled them scheduled them very nicely in December because they got yeah no three kidding. in a row at home. So they mm. played mm. last night. Uh, they host the boys and girls host uh, Lake Ro- mm-hmm. or no Lynn Ritzville, mm-hmm. Lynn Ritzville on Friday, and then uh, they're back on Saturday at the high school against uh, Riverview. Um, you were in the friendly confines of the Ellsberg High School gym. Yeah, to the boys and girls both played Eastmont, which I believe is three A four A. Yeah, out of Wenatchee, uh, girls played first. Uh, they won by a, quite a bit, almost 40. Mm-hmm. We were looking at the 40, but I'll tell you what, in the first quarter, which is crazy, all high school games, I'm sure you guys noticed it now, two free throws at five. At five. I had to get used to that. It was okay, weird. I haven't seen, I didn't notice that. It was weird, yeah. So, yeah. It, which girls. Bad fan. So I don't, I don't everything's know double like bonus that. at five at the quarter. Oh. So every quarter it resets, but at five fouls, it's two free throws. Now, somebody did not fail to tell the kid at SPA announcer that last night. Well, that was uncalled for. And uh, while he was very apologetic of it, 
because I was like, oh, that's the fourth team foul this half. And Mr. James Harris said, no, John. You are wrong. That's not how it rolls anymore. Yeah. Get your I, I don't know. Do we like that? What's the what's What prompted that? Rule change yeah. where team fouls are reset I, and there's no one on ones. I don't I like know. one on ones. Well, and, well, and mm-hmm. has it been quarters for boys and girls? Was it boys and girls quarters last year? I can't remember. I'm so confused with. I know what you're talking about because you're going like the with college is, teams is and funny yeah. for it's halves for men, but quarters yeah. for women. No, I'm like. With boys' quarters and yeah. halves, I can't remember anymore. The only thing that's changed is the team fouls per quarter, not Correct. half. Per yes, yeah. yeah. You know, it was it made from watching the games last night. Like it became like it's it's a bigger it's a different strategy. You know, like if because Ellensburg is it, the girls were a handsy team, and so that that first quarter was a lot of fouls. You yeah. know, girls going to the bench with fouls, starters going to the bench yeah. with fouls early, and it was a struggle. It was close. Eastmont took, took it close and stuck it to them, but then uh, Ellensburg just started to pull away, and we're hitting shots, and we're doing the things where you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> is the team that won two yeah. state championships back to back. Like on a heater for the last two play. years. Yeah. yeah. But it, it it was it was fun to watch. The girls stuck it to them. A uh, lot of lot of new faces. Ellie Marcus was in the starting lineup sophomore. She looks awesome. Looked great compared to last year. You know, she she got to play a little bit uh last year but was a starting and just looked the part and uh Bella Standish. Yeah. Um we talked about her reloading and she brought up the ball at point and Led the team in scoring, had a good shot, knew how to take her shot. It was it was it was fun. Everybody right. played hard. Lana Mars, you could tell some of the girls that have been playing other sports like Mars and Rogel, um, their touch around the rim was just a little bit. A little bit. I've yeah. been playing another sport, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> for for a little bit in that basketball touch. Um, I mean, that first half was. I think I want to say we were only up by single digits. I want to say in the first half, um, but. It was missed layups away from being a 22 point first half lead. Right. And so it was some of what you'd expect, but we were going to find out on Saturday when they mm-hmm. play East Lake, who was in 4A state champions last year that we yeah. won by six or eight. Yeah. Um, you know, here, gonna, too. Yeah. It's going to be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This Saturday. 3 30. They so, play Hermiston on the road, though. Correct. That's who a 3A team. Just yes, lost not, to Prosser. Not, not a great 3A team. But, they, right. Prosser beat them 79 to 60. And Prosser, what is it? The uh, the young, they had a girl, Hallie Wright, there a couple years ago. Not last remember. year. Her younger sister is a freshman there. I think hmm. scored 23 in that game. Jeez. So they, they're bringing some fire, so it should be fun. And then the boys, boys played a tight game. Oh, hmm. it was fun. It was fun. Uh, new coaching staff in Garrett Hall and uh, – Man, they were fun to watch. Got kids that'll shoot it. Uh, Garrett Mars, it was good to see him on the court. He is a beast. He, he can shoot the ball. He can dribble the ball. He bangs in low. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're fun. They're just they were young and I didn't play, so they were digging into the bench deeper than for some for some more minutes. But man, they played tough. They held lead at the end. Um, it just just slipped away. In Eastmont was big. They were a lot bigger. Really, a lot bigger. A lot bigger. So it was. The, if you watch them warm up, you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, really? They're gonna kill Ellensburg." Yeah. Like, people were like, "That they look." They big. passed the eye point test. Loss. It was only a four point mm-hmm. loss, and it, I, I'm sure if we talked to to Garrett right now afterwards, uh, he, you know, they they had opportunities, but I think he'd be proud and impressed at what his team was mm-hmm. able to to, mm-hmm. to do and compete in that game. Mm-hmm. Yep, they head to Hermiston as well on Friday at seven thirty, and then they play East Lake as well at five o'clock on Saturday. You know who's undefeated right now? It's Cleelum. Dang right, they are good scheduling. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They haven't played a game yet. They <laughs> did not play yet. Mm-hmm. They did not play yet. So they are zero and zero. But that's undefeated in my book. Darn, that's right. Yeah, in every book. Literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff, man. That's fun. That uh, I know our, our radio recap in the morning got a lot easier just this morning when there was actually scores to report. Yeah, right. <laughs> that yeah. was so much easier. I'm so glad they're back and ready just to go. Just crickets so. as I would played before. Pretty much. <laughs> and I believe wrestling goes to, uh, they have their jamboree this weekend. All right. I believe it's Davis. Right. Davis, maybe? Something like that. Back, Andy yeah. Bain, text me. Let me know. Yeah. I should know. My son's on wrestling, right? That's right. <laughs> Sorry, you should know. Know. But he's not going to the jamboree, so I don't need to know. Yeah. Whatever, people, back off. <laughs> and our resident insider? I'm, I'm starting. Sammy Low H. expectations for me. I've, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Did everybody have a good Thanksgiving? Yes. I made smoked mac and cheese, mm. and it was divine. Mm. So how do you smoke it? Like on a like a smoker? On or a did smoker. You- so basically, you cook the noodles, you make the cheese, but then like the the roux, and you put. But then you the final stage is two hours on the smoker, and you mm. put the rest of the cheese in there mixed in, and mm. the smoke melts it all. Appreciate the invite. By oh the my! Yeah, and cool, I, dude. And I chopped <laughs> up a pound of bacon. It was so Ooh. good, oh. dude. It was really good. I don't always toot my own horn when I talk about barbecuing, but this the best turkey I've ever done this year. You smoked it? Oh, it was, yeah, I do every year. I smoke that thing. Yeah. And it, it was the perfect in all aspects of taste, texture. It was not dry, and also in how it cooked because it came off at the exact time I initially planned. It never yeah. it never comes off on time. I had it diced up, cupped up, ready to go, and we weren't late to Thanksgiving dinner. Usually I'm like a half hour late. I'm sorry. I'm cooking the, I'm dicing the turkey up. Yeah. <laughs> Jamming the temperature up and drying that thing right out. And it was good. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? We did. Good. Low key. Good. Tons of leftovers, which are now gone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Those next, the, the couple of days after. Dude. You talked about last episode. What's our favorite go-to dish. I now have a new one and it's after Thanksgiving dish. I saw it on the TikTok. Okay, I wonder okay. if it's the same one that my friend showed me, and I told her to send me a picture, and I want to know if it was good. So I'm gonna. I'm Did gonna it involve wait. Hawaiian rolls? No, it okay. involved a waffle maker. Well, that sounds oh, I intriguing. Saw that one too. <laughs> I want to know about that <laughs> oh, in a second. I saw that I don't one. Know I was, it was like, any good, but we're gonna get still. another turkey. <laughs> That's right. Because I didn't see it until we were done eating all the leftovers. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I want to. I want to see it. Send that to me. I hope it's the same one. Yeah. So we, you take a, a nice bread knife. You get a, a roll, a package of King's Hawaiian rolls. Cut it in half. Cut it in half, right? Flip it over. On the recipe, they put cranberry sauce on there, but we didn't have any. My wife doesn't like it. So I put the stuffing on it. I cooked up some new gravy, turkey, gravy, provolone cheese, put the tops on it, and then you, you brush on butter and garlic for sliders. Put it in the mm-hmm. oven for like 20 minutes. You just cut across. Dude, you just... Yeah. It was so much. Oh, God. Yeah? Now I know how to make... Dude, sliders like that? Yeah. How much random stuff can I throw on those? Take it, take it. <laughs> Put that waffle in there. I'm intrigued. So you it basically some... was just taking the 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 stuffing mm-hmm. and folding it in on, on a waffle mm-hmm. iron top yeah. and bottom. Oh and then mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, yeah. turkey. Then you've just got like basically fried put, stuffing on the outside. Yeah, put your put your Thanksgiving plate on a waffle iron, basically. Gravy on the inside. Why don't I think of these things? Right? Yeah. It looked oh my good. Goodness. Dude, there's so many cool things on the TikTok. Our breakfast <laughs> Thanksgiving morning was like, it was super easy. It was a pound of sausage, some some oh. pancake mix, and cheese. Boom. So much. You mix it all together, scoop it out, put it in the oven for like 25 minutes, dip it in, in maple syrup. Yeah. <laughs> good to go. And you can make it the night before and put it in the fridge. It's turned into a cooking show, but dude, (laughs) like I was so fired up and actually, I think my wife was halfway entertained because I actually did some cooking this year. Right, right. (laughs) Oh, gravy. I love gravy. Recording this about five o'clock is what it was on this Wednesday and I'm hungry. I got a shepherd's pie waiting for me at home. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, Before we leave, everybody needs to become a hockey fan. I'm there. Here's why. It's awesome. It's fast paced. It's quick. Guys going forward and backwards as fast as physically possible on death blades of blades mm-hmm. <laughs> and on ice trying to kill each other. There's no, the, the game itself polices itself. If someone's a little, you know, what head on the ice, they take care of it. They right. fight each other. Every team's got their enforcer. Yeah. Right. yeah. The dude hit Tanev. I don't know if it's clean or dirty not because I really don't know hockey yet. Tanev comes out of the game. He's hurt. He's a player for the Kraken. And, the whole night, I'm like, I can't wait for that guy that hurt Tanev to come back on the ice because I know a fight's about to break out. So every time he comes on, we're at the edge of our seat, right? There's so much action. You get 20 minutes of just, bah. Then you get 20 minutes to go get a beer, get a hot dog, go pee. And then 20 minutes of action again. I'm just saying, if you have a chance to go to a hockey game, I know the cracking games are hard to get to. It's, it's expensive, but go, 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 go. Take your family, <laughs> yeah. go have fun. And the hockey fan experience, they know hockey. They talk stats. Telling these guys off the air. They started asking me if I can't wait to watch so-and-so in the best Canadian accent ever, right? <laughs> and I'm like, can't, can't wait, man. This is going to be awesome. He's like, you really know? I'm like, no, but I told him I did. It's just people love their sport. Yeah, it's just a bunch do. of people that love what they do, 
and the and the Seattle area puts on a heck of a show because it was freaking cool. Yeah. So, well, I think we've talked enough. We should probably go. We haven't talked enough about our sponsor though. No, Devin Shannon. Thank you so much. The country companies, Country Financial. Go check them out. Third and Pearl, Third and basically. Pearl. Give them a call. Go say, hey, heard about you from the Valley Sports Talk. I need some insurance, man. We'll <laughs> get you some darn insurance. Financially. That's right. Yeah. He will hook you up. So He will. Big shout out to Devin. Thank you so much. Thank you, Devin. I know Devin's about to play some hockey on my uh, ice rink this winter, and we're going to need some more insurance <laughs> hey, on how's our. It going? It's coming. It's going to be sweet. I'll post a picture this year. Big improvements. There's stadium lighting now. <laughs> That's crazy, It's going to be awesome. You are like the dad of the year. So if you drive, well, it's mostly for me, but <laughs> my kids enjoy it too, yes. <laughs> so the neighbors are going to be pissed, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's freaking awesome. I'll show you guys a picture. So can't wait. Winter's happening. Good luck to all the teams this weekend and all your sports endeavors. Go Wildcats. Wait, go dogs. Go Yotes. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. And we can't wait to be back in your ears next week. Hopefully talking about a big upset a there victory. in Colorado. Let's go. Talking about a couple W's down in some upset victories down in California. Some knock them off in Oregon. God, there's so much going on. We're just going to leave it with that. See everybody next week. <laughs>